That was Elizabeth Hepburn with Children of Light. Welcome to Let's Find Out. The focus of this program is to have our hearts open to a universal, united, kind, loving, and forgiving planet. We've entered into a new decade and a new energy form, the transformational 20s. Let's all begin to strengthen the new energies on the planet, strengthen your intuition, and strive to live a peaceful existence, free from fear. What strategies, prayers, meditations, and exercise can you use to tap into the higher realms and receive messages from your departed loved ones, creating a higher vibration of living? When we are upset and confused, where can we find the answers? How can we know which path to take? The answers are here on Let's Find Out, with our spiritually focused format and guests. Each episode includes Elizabeth Joyce's weekly stargazing report, a guided healing meditation, as well as Ascension music by Richard Schulman. The purpose of every broadcast is to raise your personal vibration. Now it's time for tonight's program, Let's Find Out, with Elizabeth Joyce. Good evening. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and we have a lot of activity and a packed show tonight full of information for you. I'm going to begin by talking about the activity of Mars and the full supermoon in Aquarius. So Mars is in the late degree of Taurus until August 22nd, and then it moves into Gemini. Mars will retrograde on October 29th until January 8th of 2023. Mars is not happy in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. What does Taurus produce? Issues around wealth and money. So as Mars slows down and crosses into Gemini, we can have an issue around finances. Again, I had told you that that would be October 29th, right around Halloween. We can have an issue around finances, and this can begin in late August. 
Last time we had this experience, this energy, was in 2008 and also in 1991. These are the times that Mars was in the last degree of Taurus. Remember those years? We had serious issues with the economy at that time. This time there is a lot of other astrological issues to chime in with this ridiculous rough energy. The degree of one Gemini and the degree of 29 Taurus are volatile degrees, which occur on August 22nd for the 29 degrees Taurus, which is not good for the USA. I know the banks are changing over to digital between now and September, and that will bring some financial changes and more controls on your money. Now, when Mars is at one degrees Gemini, it activates the U.S. chart as well as Camilla Harris's chart. Her ascendant is, and and the North Node, her ascendant and her North Node are at one degree Gemini. So there is an event coming to the U.S. rather quickly that will be very unexpected, and it will involve her in some way. Now, when Mars retrogrades on October 29th and 30th, there is also some action. This can bring some arguments and demonstrations in the news. Then, in 2023, when it reverses back, it will generate more anger, unrest, and possible war. As we enter 2023, it will not be peaceful. It will not be a peaceful transition into this new year. Too much is going on, too much turbulence. During this energy time, there will be a sadness going on. Someone has been falsely accused, and the truth will come out. This is right around the midterm elections, or just after. But the date to look at at this time is August 14th through 16th. That's coming up rather quickly. This is when Mars crosses over the most dynamic stars in the heaven. The need of it is our goal. People with this in their chart struggle so much in life. Many have addictions and problems. I sense that the fentanyl problem will surface and expand as well as the Mexican border and cartel problems we are now experiencing. I mentioned last week that the deepest darkness of this angle and degree is decapitation, whether actual or through an accident, much like what happened to James Mansfield years ago. It symbolizes losing one's head. What is that all about? Emotional turmoil of people losing their temper, of people losing their control. People will be acting so irrationally between the dates of August 14th and 16th, it's best that you lay low and make plans to stay inside if at all possible. Another thing, when a planet is retrograde, it kind of wobbles back and forth, bringing back issues into your life that you have not yet resolved. Issues that you may have buried under the sand. Issues that are not complete and always have an important message for us. Mars is a planet that rules anger, hostility, fighting, anger, and sports, as well as muscles, strength, and courage. It's also the ruler of war and destruction. 
And many times things need to be destroyed for us to begin to start over again. It's like having a dilapidated house that you keep patching up and fixing. It becomes a real money pit, but it really needs to be torn down and rebuilt. Mars brings up past issues that created so much anger and hostility and war in the past. Ask yourself, what can I do to weaken and destroy this energy? What can I do to help make it dissipate, to bring forth a new beginning and a new world? We'll try to have some of those answers for you tonight. Something is happening. Something is being torn down and destroyed. But what it's bringing is a transformational change into something beautiful. I know that may be hard to hear now, but it is absolutely the truth. Now, as Mars travels through the last part of Taurus, it enters a critical stage. This is the days before August 22nd. We're walking through them now. What's it all about? It's all about getting to the truth. This critical stage doesn't make any bones about it. Lies will come up to the surface to be dealt with. Some of them will be quite unexpected and very surprising. This energy cuts to the chase. It says, look, I'm not beating around the bush anymore. Let's get everything out into the open so we can get to the core of the problem. This energy will be from now until the end of the month. So, after the 10th of August, which is Tuesday, we will be dealing with treason, betrayal, sadness, and weeping. I'm sorry, the 10th of August is Wednesday. We will be dealing with treason, betrayal, sadness, and weeping. Be prepared. Then, Mars energy softens a bit until the fall equinox, but moves back into battle again on September 27th until December 4th. This is a difficult energy, although not warlike. It deals with the hurt. It deals with hunt and hunting, like the antelope. And it may may reveal some issues that nobody wants to discuss that they're trying to hide under the rug. Example, Hunter Biden's laptop. This is an intense energy, and it goes for the search, and it is relentless. It's hard-hitting, harsh, warlike, and never lets up. A lot will be happening. People will be hunting, searching, hunting down for the truth. And you will find that people will hunt down certain facts that will affect their beliefs and philosophies. And that's always hard. Then Mars will travel onward through March 28th when it will continue on in the sign of cancer. It is really normally in a sign for two months. But this retrograde period is much longer, and it's there to bring out the lies, deceit, and treason, to go for the hunt to get things resolved. So much information will come out, you won't believe it. It will be so intense, especially on your emotions. The Mars energy shakes up and intensifies the other energies going on, like the eclipses, 
the supermoons, when the when the planet's stationaries and everything, and when it, when a planet stationaries, then you can feel the energy the strongest. So let me just say, as we proceed and bring up facts, facts now, and realize that we have been so lied to, the hunt, the chase, the exposure, it will be worth finding it because of what it will uncover. The changes, the destruction, the tearing down, the replacement. It's a lot, but it's all coming at this time and is all going to bring a healing. That's what this energy, the retrograde, is all about. The anger, the frustrations, the wars, the rage that have been percolating this whole year. As a matter of fact, they've been percolating right through the last 15 or 20 years, only they've been undercover. Yes, there has been a war in Ukraine, and more is to come through the fall equinox. That war will really come to a crescendo, and Zelensky will be in a bad place. But this is all a part of this turbulent energy. And finally, when it is all purged and done, we can move on to 2023, hopefully to a much better place. So get ready for this Mars cycle. It has a lot to teach us. It will be active, very active, and it will do a lot. We have all got to come to a place where we are on an even keel. We're not there, as you know. We need it to be on an even keel and even-minded, and we cannot allow anger, frustration, rage, or war to infuriate us anymore. That's what we can do to truly help this planet to be the ones that bring the peace and the hope and the love, to heal this planet from all of its issues and problems. It really just takes awareness and a higher consciousness. It's all been an illusion, all of the wars and all of the fears that have been transferred by just changing this world in the past two years. So much has changed in the past two years, we really can't believe it. It's hard to Realize that it's hard to accept. But yes, we are going to have change, and we're going to have more change. But this energy is going to bring all matters to a head. And hopefully, then we'll be able to get on the path of love, peace, and harmony. This is Elizabeth Joyce, and this is Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. We're going to take a break now and listen to our weekly cosmic tip. Pay attention to the energies of this week, and I'll be back after this. This is Elizabeth Joyce on Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com. And now it's time for your weekly cosmic tip. Hello, this is Elizabeth Joyce with your Stargazing Report, week of August 8th through August 14th, 2022. This is a week to strengthen your inner self-worth. Stop feeling guilty and rejected by others who seek to sharpen their ego and improve themselves by cutting you down. You do not owe these people your time, compassion, or assistance. The moon moves into hard-working Capricorn on Monday, so plan to accomplish tangible tasks 
through Wednesday morning before the moon moves into Aquarius. And that's building up to the Aquarius full moon this month. Avoid getting sucked into someone's sob story when the moon squares Neptune in Pisces that day. On Tuesday, others could whisper and go behind your back in order to gain favor from the bosses and leaders. Remember, you are protected by the higher forces, so keep your wits about you. A lunar trine with Mercury will help you become aware of these manipulations before it's too late. Tuesday's Venus-Pluto opposition is strengthened on Wednesday when the moon comes in to join the party. Others could be swayed by untruthful gossip, and whispering will be going on back in the dark shadows. If you feel this is happening, take a deep breath, relax, get quiet, and allow your mind to tap into the energies of the moon trying to Mars. Then confront the situation head on before too much damage can be done. That's always the best way. Face them down and tell them you know what's up. I think they'll get very quiet and bow their heads in shame. The full moon is Thursday, August 11th at 20 degrees Aquarius. Relationship planet Venus moves into hard opening deal until September 5th to add to the energy. This anxiety-ridden full moon forms a T-square with Uranus while also drawing Mars and Saturn energies into the mix. Lots of tension, lots of anxiety. Venus and Leo want some playtime in the coming weeks. However, this full moon ties back into the August 1st alignment of Mars, Uranus, and the North Nodes. This is part of the energy that wants to get productive and get moving and get your projects going, but feels pulled in three directions at the same time. This is a day of battle, both out in the open and within you, when matters will be shaken up by volatile forces and other people. If you sense that your participation in a group has been compromised or rebuffed by the toxicity of people with different thoughts, your colleagues... This full moon may give you the strength and courage to walk away so that you can work with healthier, more nourishing minds. The water element is weak at this time, so be certain to take care of your emotional well-being. The fixed sign of Taurus, Leo, and Aquarius are very strong now. This gives you great perseverance and stamina, but can also create a stubborn and headstrong energy. Perhaps the best advice is to mix work with play while avoiding any of the my way or the highway people. Friday afternoon and Saturday ease up as the moon slides into gentle Pisces. Mellow out in a scenic watery location. Meditate. Go see a movie or listen to music. Whatever you wish when Pisces is active. Watch out for a little bit of moodiness. Sunday includes two planetary combinations that are buoyant but somehow contradictory. The sun is in Leo, it's opposite Saturn in Aquarius. Now Leo likes to play and open hearts, where Aquarius is more mental and wants to keep a healthy level of detachment from the drama that Leo can often bring. This is an amazing day to tap into your inner power and strengthen your confidence. Push your comfort zone by taking part in active pursuits that can help you tap into the thrill of being alive. 
combine the sun in Mayo's generosity with Saturn's ability to set appropriate boundaries. At the same time, aggressive Mars makes a harmonious trine to Pluto, helping you to take positive action to release whatever is no longer needed in your life. We've been saying that for the last two months. Keep working on it. Release, release, breathe, and let go. It'll do you a lot of good. Your soul would be crushed if you hang out with any judgmental people. The moon moves to Aries Sunday afternoon through most of the day next Tuesday. I'll be back next week to tell you what's going on at that time. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Visions of Reality. The website is new-visions.com. If you'd like to make a call to ask a question or book some time with me, the 24-hour answering service is 201-934-8986. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time. This is Elizabeth Joyce with Let's Find Out. And now it's time to get back to tonight's program. Hi, this is Elizabeth. Hello, everyone. Well, talk about sky power. This week we have our fourth supermoon in a row in Aquarius. I just want to reflect on the triple conjunction this open in the middle of August. We haven't had this type of conjunction in over 2,000 years. So the energy will not be just for those two days, August, July 31st and August 1st, but it will spread certainly through August as well as through the rest of the year. This is an ignition point for all that will take place the rest of 2022 and the opening of 2023. The energy is very fast. Things get done quickly. The energy is volatile, chaotic, turbulent, because we're jumping timelines, and there are many times that timelines will be jumped over, and this can cause very turbulent weather along the way. We may see more earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, seismic activity, underground, like what's going on in Yellowstone, and they have closed Yellowstone down for the summer. I I know many of you may not be aware of that, so I'm sure there's a lot going on that we're not hearing about. The activity will expand as you go into the supermoon. A supermoon is when the moon is much closer to the earth and has much more of a gravitational pull. There are many geometric signals and activities at this time, because along with us, the earth is upgrading as well. We're all in the middle of raising our vibrations. Uranus is a planet of awakening. It's the planet of shocking truth. And I think we'll be seeing this everywhere as we walk through these energies. That's why I say ignite. So I repeat what I've been saying all along. The crescendo of the year is coming in October and November. will be enormous months of quick, sudden change. And a few times in between, between September and December, all of this energy will be going on. Remember, Let's Find Out is an information program bringing love, peace, and harmony to you through the understanding 
So, why is all this happening now? You say, I'd rather be born when there isn't this great turmoil in the world. But this activity has a great purpose. This is the time of a celebrated evolution for humanity at phenomenal speeds, dizzy speeds, headache speeds, confusing speed. We're jumping timelines. We're raising our vibration. We're eliminating negativity. And we're raising consciousness. You're certainly a different person now than you were two years ago and even six months ago because we are all upgrading our consciousness. With all this high frequency and this energy, many of us can feel physically what we feel going on. The M-class, the S-class flares are the fact that the Earth is moving through the proton belt and can only, and that only happens every 12,000 years, give or take 500. All of these things are contributing to our physical upgrade as well as our consciousness upgrade. But what happens in terms of physics when you have a very high frequency level coming in as we do right now? Then anything that is the manifestation of low frequency energy will just fall away. It just crumbles, which is what we're seeing right now. That's why the old system and structures are going to be falling away. It's the law of physics. So please, just know in your heart, this is a big part of the awakening that's going on worldwide. Hear me now. Anything that is not of love will fall away. It's very important that you understand that. Once you understand that very incredibly positive purpose, then it will shift your whole sense of meaning and inner consciousness. This is a process. You are not going from victim, being kicked around by events, to actually riding a wave. You are riding a wave, an energetic wave, which is incredibly exciting. Because we're all doing exactly that. The ninth wave came in 2012. And now we're in a few other waves that have come along behind it. I wrote about all of this information in my Ascension workbook in 2011. It is available on Amazon. And you might want to pick it up. I think it would be very helpful to you. Besides the fact that it does include the spiritual chakras, and you could learn about them too. So you need to adapt yourself to having that perception. We're riding a wave, and then if you can do that, you will fare well in this journey. Now, Mars, Uranus, and the North Node came together on August 1st. Remember that the North Node is our karma our collective future destiny. What I have been explaining about these upgrades, Uranus energy comes to us in a packet of energy. It's quantum. It's never gradual. It's never linear. And it's never comfortable. It jumps. Because Uranus is exactly conjunct right now to the North Node, it will continue to be so until February, March of 2023. 
This is a period of accelerated quantum jumps. Quantum jumps in our understanding. Quantum jumps in our frequency. To keep up with your higher frequency. And what will help you is Richard Schulman's music. Ascension harmonics. And your own individual meditations. Uranus is always about how we can get into a higher state of being. Beyond the restrictions of Saturn. So people, it's going to get pretty wild and exciting out there. It really is. Not that it isn't already. This conjunction happened at 18 degrees Taurus. So if you have any planets in this area, 17 to 19 degrees of Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio, or Taurus. These are your fixed signs. You will be feeling a restlessness, a desire for freedom, variety, and breaking up of the whole old routine, the same old, same old. Or resisting any changes. That's what Taurus does. Remember, Changes often come from the outside and are less comfortable when that happens. Be aware of what the Uranus, be aware of what the Uranus energy is encouraging you to do. You'll know that by going inside. We have a lot of planets and fixed signs moving forward. Saturn is now in Aquarius and Pluto begins to move into Aquarius next March. Uranus stays in Taurus until 2026. Jupiter moves into Taurus next May. So, a lot of our planets will be in fixed signs. And their purpose is to shake up the old density, the old physical and subconscious patterns of what we've lived through up till now. We've had a very tangible existence. We can touch what we see is what we believe like the car that we own, or our clothing, or our homes and our property, etc. We're going to be moving into an age very quickly when those things will become much less important to our values. What becomes more important is community, collaboration, coming together with other people, and sharing. When I first moved up here to New Hampshire in my parents' house and my family home, I felt very lonely. I had left a, a bad situation, and I was trying to relocate and start my life again, but everything came to a stop between 2019 and 2022. And, of course, the COVID didn't help. I was feeling lonely, and I was beginning to think that I had made a mistake. But I was asked to help out with my high school reunion. I was given a list of all the people in our class and where they lived. And I found out that two of my wonderful dear friends, when I was in grade school, lived 30 miles from me. I felt so good about that. I felt so good that I called them up and they were glad to hear and we're going to start sharing. And that really has uplifted me. Sharing information is important. Sharing stories, sharing goods, and sharing services. That is what's very exciting right now. 
and it's all starting to happen so fast. You need to believe that you're put in your right place and look around to see what you can do to create community as we move along in these times. This conjunction at 18 degrees Taurus is actually setting up a final exact square between Saturn and Uranus in October. And that's the crescendo I've been talking about. Saturn at 18 degrees Aquarius and Uranus at 18 degrees of Taurus. This comes together in early October, but we will begin to feel it as early as the fall equinox in September. Now, I know I'm repeating myself because I've stated this a lot in my past programs as well as tonight. And you can download my past programs at bbsradio.com. Let's find out. They're all there. They all have a lot of wonderful information that would probably be very helpful to you. So go through them. They each have a topic, a subject, and I'm sure that you find what you need to hear. It's in the past Saturn versus the future Uranus. Saturn represents the past. Uranus represents what we're going to be manifesting. And that is the struggle that we're having worldwide. Centralization Saturn versus decentralization Uranus. Control issues and regulations for your safety Saturn versus freedom Uranus. I don't want to be told what to do. They just don't want any rules or regulations. And that has been very clear to see. This aspect came in January of 2021, and it ran through 2021 very strong, and it was also strong at the beginning of 2022. Sort of backed off a little bit in May. But it's coming back strongly at this full super moon. And I'm giving you the highlights once again at the full super moon. What countries are highlighted at 18 degrees fixed signs? The EU formed in November of 1993, one minute past midnight in Brussels, and has a rising sign of 17 degrees Leo. Their Mercury is at 19 degrees of Scorpio, affecting trade, and all this will become unsettled in the full months in the EU. And at the October 25th crescendo, trade, supplies, and the identity of the EU of the EU will be very tenuous. For example, Russia has cut off the gas supply to the EU, and they cannot gather extra supply for the winter months. That's a very typical Uranus. And the natural resources, Taurus. When you understand the symbolism, you can see how it starts to play out. Another highlighted country is the UK. Chart set for January 1801 in London. Neptune is at 18 degrees Scorpio in the second house of economy. In that chart, Neptune rules the sixth house of employment and trade, fixed signs. So both the UK and the EU will be triggered at this aspect. And the USA is experiencing their Pluto return. The question is, did we get it right? How strong is our constitution? What's happening now? 
So expect radical change as we approach October. Supplies, home goods, auto goods, health supplies, full supplies, and medication. So I do want to look at more of this, but it's time to take our break. I know we're going to run over a little time, but let's listen to Andy Williams. I have a surprise song for you tonight. So here's our break and our messages, and we'll be back right after this. Elizabeth Joyce's Elixir Tea is really a healing tea. It's blended according to Ayurvedic principles and the chanting of Sanskrit mantras. So it assures a deep cellular healing, relief that flows from within. So drink Elizabeth's Healing Tea before you meditate. Order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. Now more than ever, you need Elizabeth Joyce's Sanitizing Healing Spray. It clears and cleans viruses and germs and it helps to prevent spreading those viruses and germs. Elizabeth's Sanitizing Healing Spray contains frankincense and sandalwood. You spray it as generously and as often as you need. You can order it online or call 201-934-8986. 201-934-8986. You're listening to Let's Find Out on bbsradio.com, Station 1. If Internet Radio has a name, it's BBS Radio, the number one live Internet talk radio on the planet. It's Let's Find Out. An honored guest come every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to call in and ask a question, dial toll-free, 888-627-6008. Again, that's 888-627-6008. If you're just tuning in and would like to hear this show in its entirety tomorrow, you can download it at the archive link at bbsradio.com forward slash let's find out. Remember, if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS radio. So now, let's find out with host Elizabeth Joyce. Born free, as free as the wind blows As free as the grass grows Born free to follow your heart Live free, and beauty surrounds you The world still astounds you each time you look at a star Stay free When no walls divide you You're free as a roaring tide So there's no need to hide Born free And life is living but only worth living cause you're 
Andy Williams with a beautiful song, Born Free. And in this country, the United States of America, we were born free. And we need to hang onto it with both hands and fists for dear life. I want to look at the hard, important aspects here that are coming. Pluto triggers a lot of dangerous, forceful planets, creating turmoil as several planets are passing through Aries, the street fighter that stands up for itself. The individual who isn't heard may be considered a minor in society, fights against injustice, inequality, elitism. Pluto is in Capricorn, and Capricorn tears down governments, corporations, and powers in control. They... It, tears it apart and realigns it so it's more balanced and more comfortable for society in eliminating inequality. Capricorn is a lot like Saturn, but it's deeper. It affects top-down control, and that's the clash. So Pluto and Capricorn, in summary, these energies can be very similar. But these two different squares that are coming, in a nutshell, are about individual freedom and human rights versus the power of the state or country leaders, being at a very big theme for the rest of this year. We are really at a building up point right now towards that crescendo, the one that's coming on October 25th. The people are feeling more rebellious and angry. We just went through the moon out of bounds for the last few days. The moon re rules our emotions. As it oppo opposes Uranus, the people get more angry and rebellious. And today, August 7th, we have Mars and Saturn at 22 degrees Taurus and Aquarius. And I know we had a shooting in Ohio today. And that energy is like hitting a wall. It's a reality check. More controls will be coming in. And they may be even calling in the military for some events. It's an excellent for focus and having... I want to start that again. It's an excellent time. The positive time is for focus and having the disciplined energy for getting a project completed. Now let's talk about the upcoming super full moon in Aquarius on Thursday. It's around 9.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And it has a very, very powerful energy. It's the time when the moon is closest to the Earth 
and has more of a pull on the planet than at any other time. Remember, we have six planets in fixed signs. The Moon and Saturn are in Aquarius, Uranus and Mars are in Taurus, and Venus and the Sun are in Leo, and all of them are fixed signs. We have both a fixed grand square and a fixed square on that day. The energy adds great determination and tenacity to get something done. There's a strong focus with us. You are undeterred. You're going to see something through if it's the last thing you do. I've been asking for prayers for my oldest son, Vance, who's in China, and he's trying to come home. And I just ask for prayers for you to see him coming back to the United States safely. This is something everybody will see through to the end. Everybody, of course, has their own incidents, their own concerns. It can also bring in a lot of government control from some party in some part of the world, like the Ukraine or Taiwan or the United States. It is definite entrenched that people will take very clear opposing views. That's what's been going on. One person likes one thing and the other person likes another thing. And they allow that to interfere with their friendships and their sharing. People take very clear opposing views and they dig in their heels so we could see some very entrenched positions at this time. Again, there is a highlighted square between Moon Saturn with Uranus highlighting everything that I've talked about here. In the meantime, Uranus is conjunct the North Node. The North Node is our future destiny point, and this is very special. The North Node represents our future collective destiny, where we are all going on this planet, where we're headed, and Uranus is taking us there in quantum leaps, jumps, leaps, and bounds. To reinforce this energy, Mercury is trying to, Mars is trying to Mercury and Virgo, I'm sorry. This suggests some brilliant, original, new ideas. They are both Earth signs, so this could have to do with food production, agriculture, natural resources, and getting our infrastructure and systems to work, and to work in a practical way. We're going to get our infrastructure fixed, and it will work, and it will run my clockwork. And all I can say is, it's about time. On the 9th, Pluto opposes Venus. And if this falls into your 5th house or 7th house, there could be issues in personal relationships, issues around jealousy, possessiveness, and control issues. It also gives attention to currency markets. Wealth shifts. Venus represents wealth, and Pluto is fundamental change. When the full moon conjuncts Saturn personally, you can feel a little bit introspective, even a little bit depressed, because there's a sense of some sort of control coming in. 
and and you don't really want to be controlled, and you feel that energy. However, this energy can be wonderful for building new systems, building new networks, and building new communities. Building for the long term, that's what Saturn rules, and Saturn also brings sustainability and realistic. All this can be super positive. What I mean to say is there are many new community groups falling, forming from the grassroots up that are very helpful worthwhile. For the planetary community, there are lots of health and wellness websites and others as well, so that the old world collapses and the new world and new earth is already being born. We have several wonderful teachers on YouTube talking about this and guiding people on how to open their hearts. The exciting thing to remember is that Aquarian energy is linked to destiny. It's linked to peace and friendship, Aquarian friendship, unencumbered. It's linked to maintaining ancient religions. It has the ancient quality of bringing back the sacred rituals. But what I find fascinating is that it's all about creating community. I had a grandmother who was wonderful. She was an American Indian from Maine, and she lived here in this house in New Hampshire. And she, we have a fresh spring on this property with clear mountain water. So she set up the spring so that everybody in the community and in surrounding states could come and get water. And she explained to me when I was very young how important that was and how we had to open up what we had excess of and share it with the community. This theme could not be more clear at this time. We are all creating community. What helps as well is that there is a very tight trine between Mars and 25 degrees Taurus and Pluto at 26 degrees Capricorn. That gives a laser focus. It's like a laser beam. We're going to do this. We're going to create change. We're going to move mountains and molehills in order to create. That is positive. It's very helpful. As we come to the end of this program tonight, what I want to say is, as the old collapses, and there's going to be so much drama, so much emotions, it will be very easy for your attention to be caught up in the external world, like, oh, oh my God. And some very scary things will be going on. Like, what about this? What is all this? How can we handle this? You all know that the deeper we go into the lower frequencies, that third dimension energy, the noisier and more complicated it becomes. I am aware that there are thousands of awful, horrific problems out there. With absolutely no doubt there are. But that is living from the outside in. And when you do that, you're giving away your power to other people or events, which you are then really quantum entangling with. You're not leaping over it. You're entangling with it. 
you're engaging with negative emotions like fear and panic. Whatever anxiety, there's the energy of quantum entanglement taking place with those events and those people. So be aware of what's really happening around the world. Be aware of quantum physics and be aware of your power and what you can do. Let me see if I can help you a little bit with this. What we most need to learn to do, and it's the way through all of this turmoil, is to live from the inside out, not the outside in. So here's a good mantra for you. The way out is the way in, and the way in is the way out. The way out is the way in, and the way in is the way out. We've lived from other world inward, probably, I'm sorry, we've lived from the outer world inward, probably for most of our lives, strengthened by the rubber hitting the road, nightly news, and all those scary things. I haven't watched any mainstream media for almost three years. And the light workers can do this too. It is so simple. When we take the time to turn inward, then it becomes really simple because there's really only two things to focus on, your breath and your frequency. I've created a meditation to help, and we've been doing the meditation here on Let's Find Out every week for the past month or so. And the music I chose for tonight is very special. So hang on with all your might, and you would do with any roller coaster ride you're on. And don't forget to smile. Then you are naturally deepening. You're changing your blood flow very quickly into the positive. You're reducing the cortisol, improving your immune system just by doing the meditation. And what it all starts to do, it all begins 100% when you focus on your breath. It starts to create an anchor, a center, a power within you that can start to feel very sacred. In terms of power, I'm not talking about aggressive power or bullying, none of that. It's a quiet thing, a quiet, sacred presence, a self-assuring anchor from within. You can feel this power come in, and you can feel it instantly. It's not any kind of scattered energy, and you can feel it come into you warmly. It creates a center in you, a power in you, a peace in you. You know you're coming from center in how you create your world. It brings in a sense of divinity. If you can just drop into that state of being, that grounding of being, which is quiet, silence, and always there for us. That silence away from the clutter and noise. This is where you saw, this is where you find your sense of peace. This is where your inner power is. Once you start to have that sense of, I'm coming from power of my center, you can then choose to dominate your reality. You dominate your reality with love, 
with joy, with gratitude, with appreciation, and with peace. Any of those very positive energies. So you decide what your state of being is going to be. And then beam that out. Beam that out. And as you beam it out, don't allow your state of being to be determined by the 5 o'clock news. This will not determine your state of being. Your state of being is what you decide which is going to help the rest of the world. I'm going into my state of being. I'm going to decide what to bring into my world and my life. Now you're becoming a master co-creator. You are creating every second of the day. Most times we just move along and don't realize what we're doing. And the more that we can come together with like-minded people, and the more we are building something incredibly powerful, then we'll find our power and strength. A lot of people say, I don't know. I don't know. Like my friend Max in Texas. It really doesn't matter. Your subconscious knows. And so it doesn't matter. Because you're sending out love. You're sending out joy. You're sending out gratitude. And things will begin to come back to you. Many, many things will come back to your life that you will be very grateful for. What happens when a group comes together? Is there much more focus on creation? Yes. You begin moving forward rather than staying on the demolition side that is collapsing behind you, which will continue for another couple of years. So begin to focus on creation, what's coming towards you and what's coming from within you. Things like people helping people. There's a new website called the People's Health Alliance. You might want to take a look at it. It's about people coming together to build another world, thinking, what can we do to build a better world? Dropping into the silence, dropping into the peace. There's really not any other kind of particular method. This is what we need to do. And then what we do here within ourselves is find out. It's simple. It's really simple. And that's what this program is about. Now it's time to say goodnight. Andy Williams is going to do that for us, and his song is May Each Day. And then we're going to have the meditation, Breathe Into the Heart, and we will end with We Can Live in Peace Together by Richard Shulman. This is Elizabeth Joyce. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I'll see you next week. Good night. May each day in the week be a good day. May the Lord always watch over you. And may all of your hope.
to help you through these difficult times. Sit with both feet flat on the floor or in the lotus position. Legs uncrossed and your spine straight. It would be nice if you would raise your palms and hold your forefinger and thumb together. That's called your circuit. Close your eyes and start taking a deep breath. Allow your mind to flow down to your heart center, the fourth chakra. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Another deep breath. Release the breath. Now listen. And listen to your name being called with respect. 
Say it in your mind with respect. The full name you are using now. Then take another deep breath and have your attention on the breath. Your new mantra is, I am safe, it's only change. Close your eyes and just imagine that you're breathing through your heart as if your heart were your lungs. Allow the breath to breathe you. Breath in. Breath out. Breath in. Breath out. Do this gradually and without force. The breath will go inside of you. Breath in and breath out. Breath in and breath out. Deeper and deeper. Very gently. Very gently. Feel the breath lifting you up. Up out of worry, out of fear into the light of bliss and peace. Feel your angels lifting you up under your arms, higher and higher. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. As you have the exhale, drop yourself back down into your heart. In the inhale, you're being lifted up by your angels. On the exhale, you're going back down into your heart. Up to your angels, down to your heart. Up to your angels, down to your heart. And each time you drop down, you're going deeper and deeper inside. You're raising up into the light, and you're dropping back down to your heart filled with bliss. Then feel the peace, and feel the release of darkness fear and hopelessness. Every time you drop down, more of the darkness, fear, and hopelessness leave your body. Let the breath flow. Let the breath flow. Allow yourself to get very deep. The darkness and fear are melting. Breathe in 
and feel your angels lift you up. When you feel the darkness is gone and you feel the light, let yourself get very deep. And as you exhale this time, feel the love you have for a partner. When you drop down, send out a beam of that love. Breathe in. Feel the love you have for a child. And when you drop down, send out light to that child. Breathe in, get lifted up. Come back down to the heart and feel the love that you have for a pet or animals. Release the breath. Send out the light. You're being lifted up again. Breathe in. Now think of an ill friend that needs healing. Send the light out to that friend when you drop down. Breathe in. Feel yourself lifted up. Feel the love you have for the nature, for trees, for our food and our green grass. Feel that in your heart. Take a deep breath, get lifted up, drop down again, and send light out around the world for a pure, clean planet. Breathe in, lift yourself up, feel the angels, bring down the light, and send it out again for a pure, clean planet. Keep breathing in a rhythm. Begin to feel gratitude and praise for all that you have and all that you are. Feel gratitude for a raise at work. Feel gratitude for a wish being granted. Think of that wish now. Keep breathing in and out. See that wish being fulfilled. Breathe in, breathe out. Feel the gratitude. When you do, you are building your heart field. You are strengthening the fourth chakra. When you slow down the breath and feel the raising up to your angels and the light and the dropping back down into your heart and love, all of your body systems become coherent and begin to release stress. And your inner organs are going to flow together to the beat of the heart in perfect harmony. Feel the beautiful music. Let's do the mantra again. I am safe. It's only change. This time, visualize sparkles of light. Brilliant white light. Like a cluster of falling stars coming down and falling you and surrounding you. 
They are the diamonds coming from the 12th dimension, the God Center. And you are being blessed, filled with light and protection. Your angels are with you. You're surrounded by white light, which is the Holy Spirit or the Chi or the Shakti, whatever you want to call it. And everything about you is flowing together in perfect harmony. You are raising your frequency every time you're lifted up. And when you fall back into your heart, you're bringing in the energy of bliss and peace. Feel it now. Feel the energy of bliss and peace. You will see everything around you changing. This exercise has a massive impact on your life, your personal health, your personal relationships, and your main gift is feeling the presence of your angels and God. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Take a deep breath. Release the breath. Keep your eyes closed. Stay in that position. And listen to Richard Shulman as he plays Peace. Peace. I am in the energy of peace. I am safe with only change. Take a deep breath. Stay in the energies.